day-to-day role as an MLA, uh, like my children could not believe the type of things I wouldn't discuss people's names with them. It's a, how does an MLA get involved in doing those kinds of things? You're listening to On the Record Offscript, a podcast documentary project based on conversations we've had with former Nova Scotia MLAs. My name's Sandra Hannibom, and I'm one of the hosts of the podcast. Right now, it's the first week of November 2016. Next week, the full episode of Offscript will be released. Until then, here's our third Prepisode. Prepisodes are mini-podcasts of stories that captivated or entertained us while we were doing the interviews, so we hope that they'll keep you entertained until the first full podcast is released next week. If you haven't already listened to the first two episodes, make sure to go back and check out Eleanor Nori and Francine Cosman's stories, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast while you're at it. This week's story comes from Clary McKinnon. I have a deep voice. (laughs) Clary served as the MLA for Picto East from 2006 to 2013. But I uh, actually uh, sought public office at all three levels of uh, government. Did that nine nine times at uh, at the various levels of government, and uh, had six wins and three losses. So I know what it's like to to lose as well. As a backbencher, Clary spent his time helping constituents access and navigate government services. When there was someone who needed help and government services weren't going to cut it, he often just did what he could to provide the service himself. A lot of people were going through hard times and uh, uh, they would get notices and their power bills were behind and then they would get a notice saying their power was going to be disconnected on such and such a date. and. Often it was, and so you'd be on the phone trying to get somebody's power hooked up. Somebody has two or three children, and the power is turned off in their house. I mean, uh, that's major to them, right? As as an MLA, uh, you you end up with uh, a a situation like a woman coming to me and and on a Friday, late Friday afternoon, five o'clock Friday afternoon, uh, uh, crying, you know, her children, uh, there was no food in the house, right? So uh, you say, okay, now we understand your situation. Uh, It's too late to get a hold of somebody in community services to try to get you helped out. Uh, The food bank isn't opening until whatever, Tuesday or so on. Here's what we're going to do. So you take your wallet out and you say, Here's a $20 bill that will get you some pork chops or something for supper, uh, tea if you need tea or something, but 20 bucks should get you through supper. I'll be at your house tomorrow morning with some groceries, right? And, uh, I mean, down in our freezer, I had, there were three packages of bacon, right? And two of them go in a Sobeys bag. My son is a, is a hunter and uh, has enjoyed hunting for many years, and... There were uh, lots of sausages and so on in the uh, in the uh, freezer, uh, and uh, deer and pork combined. And I remember filling up uh, two bags, and my constituency assistant, who didn't have very much money, uh, 
still doesn't. He lost his job when I lost mine. Uh, he went to Foodland and bought uh, food and uh, so on. So we arrived with four bags of groceries to this woman on Saturday morning, right? So there are things that you you do as an MLA that nobody thinks that an MLA would be involved in such things, right? And, uh, you know, not only... Uh, there's some... There's gratification in helping people, but the more people you help, the better you feel yourself because you feel your role is more important, you know? Constituency work was central to how Clary viewed his job. It sounds like this was one of many stories about the people he helped while he was MLA. The ideal role of an MLA, I, I believe, is to uh, lobby for uh, your constituents, and that can be uh, lobbying uh, whether you're in opposition or government. With few exceptions, the MLAs we interviewed told us that their main job was to serve people in the constituency. An MLA can do a lot of marvelous things. We had a contact that we used to call repeatedly in in Nova Scotia Power Inc. and say, uh, you know, these people are in desperate straits. Uh, Let's work something out over the next three or four months for them to bring this power bill down, you know, re-hook up their power, don't disconnect it. And uh, all of of those kinds of things. you know, just taking a, an electric heater out of your own house and giving it to somebody that had run out of oil. And to use an example of people coming back and saying, look, you know, we're so thankful because uh, we have a budgie and uh, we put that heater that you uh, loaned us under the budgie cage, didn't put it in their bedrooms, eh? they put it under the budgie cage to keep their budgie alive in a cold, <laughs> cold night without oil. They still had electricity so they could plug in a, a heater. But those are the types of things that uh, an MLA does. And, uh, and that's your story for the week. Some of the full-length episodes we're working on in the near future will explore the role of an MLA and where the kind of constituency work Clary McKinnon does fits into a day's work as a lawmaker. Come back next Wednesday for our first episode. Make sure to subscribe to the Offscript podcast in iTunes or wherever you keep your podcasts. Find all your options for subscribing over at offscript.ca. At offscript.ca, you can also find full transcripts of the podcast. Consider sharing them with the people in your life who may have hearing impairments or people who just rather read. The podcast is produced with the support of Democracy 250, which got us started. And to keep it going, we need support from listeners like you. Have you listened to all of the Offscript podcasts? If so, this next message is for you. If this is your first Offscript podcast, you can leave now. Come back next Wednesday. Okay, return listeners. We need your support to make future, longer, better episodes of this podcast come to life. We're looking for small amounts. Just three, five, or eight bucks a month whatever you think this is worth. Offscript is produced by Springtide. Springtide is a registered charity working to make democracy better in Nova Scotia through education, research, and public engagement. 
Because we're a charity, that means we issue tax receipts to anyone who gives more than $25 in the run of a year, which saves you money on your taxes. Okay, see you next week.